Welcome to the Troy Kearns Podcast, where we talk all things real estate, business, entrepreneurship, and golf. Today, I've got Alejandra Bernard, and she goes by Golf oh. Mammy. Mommy. Golf golf Mommy. We need to work on your Spanish. Yes. Sí, sí, <laughs> necesito. Um, and she regaled us. We're at the Millionaire Mentorship Mastermind in Vegas at the Orleans Hotel and Casino, and I want to get to know you a little bit more on this podcast. So I did hear your story, but I'd like to tell it to everybody on who's listening right now. Tell us about who you are, where you came from, and why you just shot a 69. (laughs) (laughs) Because it's easy. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Uh, So I've been playing golf for now 11 years. Uh, I'm going to be turning 41 in May. So I started playing golf in 2012 at the age of 30. Uh, I didn't know anything about golf. And I just, it was just one of those hobbies that I wanted to pick up and see if just, just for the heck of it. Really? And I took, I took some lessons and all of a sudden I became addicted very, very quickly. And from my addiction, it became into just an obsession and just a love for the game. And within four years, I broke 80, uh, seven years, I broke 72. Wow. And then this year in 2023, in January 8th, I shot 69. What day? <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> it's like, you, you remember those days. You're How like, can you do? Yes. 69, man. You're going to see my swing tonight, and you're going to be like, wow, you need to switch coaches. It's <laughs> it's a really tough game. It is tough. But I think that like hearing your story up there today, it sounds like that's not the toughest part of your journey. No. Like, so you were... You came to the United States at the age of three. three. You, you grew up where? We lived in Compton. Compton, California. Yes. And c- coming from Mexico, people think that Mex- Mexico is dangerous, but they haven't <laughs> been to Compton, California, right? Like you were Especially just, back in the 80s. <laughs> right. This is back when Boys in the Hood is coming out and all that stuff. NWA, everything like that is going on. So you guys basically left because of your safety. Yes, we we left Compton because of our safety, yes. Wow, and so I didn't know how long you had been in Vegas. So you've been in Vegas since what year? Uh, Since 95. 95. Yeah, for a while now. Wow, okay. 28 years. What's that? 27, 28 years, something like that. Yeah, you came here and you were telling us before that, before you got into golf, that you were a single mom Mm -hmm. raising Two kids. Two children. Yes, two girls. And it you felt, I guess, racism, sexism, and were really struggling. Yes. Like, that's part of your story. Yes. So tell me a little bit more about that. Yes, so uh, I became a mom at the age of 21. Uh, I had my first daughter at that age, and I was a single mom at that point. I uh, left my uh, an abusive husband and it was the best thing I could have done absolutely for my daughter right uh and then about a year and a half later I got pregnant with my youngest daughter and then I became single again what by design (laughs) that's how I am I like to be single (laughs) just kidding sometimes well I just met your husband (laughs) I I think he begs to differ Uh-huh. So I was asking him if um, he was a good golfer, and he said nothing compared to you. Is no. what it, is what he said. <laughs> no. So you you were single, you were struggling, and then 
you you told us a story to I kind of speaks to your competitiveness that you became the number one insurance salesperson. Yes. So after I had my daughter Becky, my first daughter, I went for a job interview at, at this insurance agency. Okay. And she was five months old, and I didn't have a car. Right. Uh, my car was repoed because my ex-husband had been giving my checks to his ex-wife that I didn't know he had an ex-wife. He was giving right. them for child support. Wow. I didn't know he had a child. So a lot of a lot of lies. The story gets yeah more <laughs> interesting. Gets, more yes. interesting. A lot of sure. drama. Yeah. And so I I didn't have a car. I didn't have a babysitter. So I showed up to the insurance agency. I got there by bus. And I had my resume and my baby in my arms. What were you thinking, though? Like, what were you thinking? Like, when I'm going to walk in here, is uh-huh. this? Is are you thinking like I don't have any other choice? I didn't have a choice. And right. when you are struggling that much, and when you have a need, you don't see a problem. So I was a at 21. I was still a bus- a business professional because I had always been working at, at offices and working in mortgage in mortgage industry, I worked in a law office. And so I was a business professional, even at that age. So I knew that what I was doing was not the right thing by bringing my baby in. Right. But I also had a need. Right. And my need surpassed my fear of, okay, you know what, if this person thinks that I'm doing a bad thing by bringing in my child, that's his problem if he doesn't want to give me the job. But I knew that my experience spoke for itself and I knew that I could prove myself. Right. And so I said, okay, I don't have a babysitter today, but I promise I will be here on time and I promise that the baby's not gonna be here with me when I come to work. Right. And so I Just unfortunately- Just to meet him. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> and so I walked in the office, it was all staffed with women and the women criticized me. And they were like, how dare she? The right. audacity. Right. And it's and I and I just felt like, really, as women, this is how you treat a young single mom, right. somebody that's in need. Right. And I got the job and I became the top insurance producer year after year. Really? How long did you work there? I worked there for three years. Um, but the only reason why I only worked there for three years is because I ended up moving to Salt Lake City. Oh, you did? You yeah. spent a stint there? Yes, yes. How'd you like uh, it just there? Just a couple of years. Um, I liked it. It's nice. Yeah. Yeah. Nice place to visit. (laughs) So I wanted to interrupt you in this podcast and just take a quick moment to tell you two things. Number one, we do this for free for you. I haven't made a nickel on social media at all. I'm doing this to provide you enough value. So all I'm asking for you to do is share it and give us a five-star review. It'll totally help us out and I really appreciate it. The other thing, if you want more free resources like our free Facebook group, it's Millionaire Mentorship real estate investing on Facebook. All you gotta do is join it, it's free, it doesn't cost anything, and there's lots of resources there, and we'll definitely give you those for free, no charge. Here's the other thing, if you're serious about investing in real estate and you're ready to take action, I have a program, no matter where you're at in your real estate journey, I can help you out. I don't care if you've got five houses, 10 houses, no houses, 100 houses, I've got something that I can share with you that's going to make you a lot of money. And if you wanna become financially free and you're brand new to real estate investing, this is the absolute thing you wanna do. And here's the thing, what I've learned from most of my students, 
right now is that it's not just an investing program. It's a mindset program. We're going to change the way you think about money. If you want to start investing, make sure you schedule a call with me and my team and let's get the ball rolling. Guess what else? If you are like, man, I don't got the time and I make tons of money. I just enjoy listening to what you're going to say. That's cool too. We actually have set up a fund where you can invest with us, but you got to be an accredited investor. If you want to find out what that looks like, all you got to do is click the link in my bio, fill out the form. It takes you about two seconds and then we'll let you know about the deals that we're doing. We're doing big deals in Kansas City. And this year, I think we'll do two huge deals in Kansas City. I'm looking at a few right now, and I want you to be a part of it. And if you've got more money than time, then that's what you should do. If you've got more time than money, then schedule a call with me and my team, and we'll get you into our coaching program so that you can have more money than time. You were also talking that you did scuba diving. Yes. I did not get that bug. Yeah, I'm a master scuba diver. Uh, so I took up scuba diving just kind of out of, we went on, uh, um, we went on a uh, vacation and, uh, and then just took up scuba diving on vacation. And then I kind of got hooked. I kind of have a thing for, if I like something, I like just go after it. They call it OCD. Would you, (laughs) would you, would you, would you consider yourself? I am a little bit OCD. Yeah. Right. Like my wife is OCD. Like, Mm-hmm. But I didn't think that played a part in like if you love something, you just like focus so hard on that. Yeah. And so you became a master scuba diver. Mm-hmm. I didn't get past the on that. that just... It's a open advance, open water certification, then advance and then master scuba diver. Yeah. There's actually one before that. Yeah. I went to the pool and I did the <laughs> thing at what is it? Sports Authority or wherever it was. Yes, yes, and yes. they're like, we're going to go out to Lake Mead. And I got like all these headaches. And I'm like, that, that's yeah, this, I don't, I'm not really, I always say is the juice worth the squeeze. Like when I was getting my pilot's license, uh-huh. I was like, if I die, cause you had a solo, right? <laughs> like when you get your pilot's license, you got a solo. That's yeah. like, and then the guy's like, you're ready to solo. And I'm like, but not here. <laughs> I'm not ready up here. And I don't think like, is the juice worth the squeeze? Mm -hmm. And the same thing with scuba diving. I was like, they were like, all right, let's go to Lake Mead. And I'm getting all these headaches from doing it. I don't know if you had the same thing, but I'm like, you know, certain things in life, you realize that sometimes you pass on. Right. And that was one of them. But golf is something that it was so impressive to see your swing as it came across. And then like, just, you can tell, as you know, who's been working in the oh, swing. Yeah. And I think in the beginning, when I first started playing golf, I thought that like, some people just have the swing. Oh, totally. I and totally I, agree I with you. I saw your video up there and I, I don't think your swing was, was that bad, to be honest with you. I don't think you. you paid a t- very close attention to that. <laughs> well, wait till you see mine. <laughs> um, so you've been working on it really tough and, and now you started a business with it. Mm-hmm. And so what do you do with that business? Uh, so right now I coach. I also monetize my social media. And right now I'm working on a big, big project, which I don't want to say too much. Do you want to give us a hint? It's big. <laughs> it's big. <laughs> it's in Vegas. It's in Vegas. And um, and it's golf related. Golf related. Yes. So we are going to Spanish Trail on Saturday or on Sunday. You're not going to be able to make it. No. So it's something big. And, and yeah, well, I'm interested in all things golf. In fact, I'm looking at, to, at a, going to acquire a golf course mm-hmm. in uh, a place called Pinehurst. Have okay, you heard of it? yes. Yeah, there's a golf course for sale over there. Oh, really? Yes. And because people, when they go play golf in Pinehurst, mm-hmm. they 
like to play all the courses. Mm-hmm. And so there's a course there that's for sale and it's a very inexpensive price. And as you know, with golf, real estate, they go hand in hand. A couple guys out here bought some courses and redeveloped them into real estate. So there's always that possibility. I know people don't like that who play golf, mm-hmm. but there's multiple plays on that. So we're going to go look at that, that whole situation over there. When, what I think, and this is, and you, I know you go to Top Golf all the time, right? Not really. Okay. Well, I do. I have one of those $300, like, all-you-can-play memberships. I think real golfers don't go to Top Golf. I'm not a real golfer. That's a fact. I am not, like, I'll be the first one to tell you. The fact that you have a membership, how much is your membership, by the way? It's $300, but it's unlimited. a month? Yeah. Oh, Jesus, so that's a lot. Well, but it's three. So here's the way I look at it. In Kansas City, mm-hmm. where I'm living right now, okay. you can't play golf in the wintertime. That's it's right. It's freezing. So I'm not going to get any practice in. Yeah. So it's, for me, it's practice. I'm not, I'm not a real, oh, yeah. yeah. So for me, I go there at practice. The other cool thing is I can take my kids there. It's like playing video games, but here's, here's where I'm going to double down on that. It's not real golf, but I think golf is changing big time right now. Oh yeah, it is. And that top tracer, uh, that top tracer technology that they have, I believe that the old school golf, which is like go to the driving range, grab a bucket of balls, bring it, go get a coin or go get a card or go get the app or whatever it is, go bring that bucket of balls out to the range, takes forever. Mm-hmm. And there's no food service, there's no cool ambiance, and there's no loader. So I take that, and you can only get a tee time, what, every seven minutes, right? Seven minutes is about as much you can max out. So that's why golf courses always go broke, because mm-hmm. you can only make your food and beverage. You can make your green fees, and that's about it, right? And maybe weddings and events and whatnot. So I'm looking at that as a guy who goes to Top Golf and as a guy who plays golf. I say, and as a businessman, I'm like, you know, how do we turn a golf course into a good business? We take the good parts of the golf course, which is this one's professionally designed by like one of those like Trent Jones Jr. Mm-hmm. guys. It's mm-hmm. really a nice golf course, but it's run poorly. They don't even have a driving range. They wow. let that go. So we go put in there the um, like a top a mini top golf with the tracer technology. Love it. Put like a, a food and beverage. Get somebody in there to run it. Are you interested? <laughs> get someone in there to run it, right? Like, because I don't have time to run it. Get someone in there to run it and build a business into it. And so that's why I look at it. That's why I like Top Golf because I, I I look at Top Golf as a business and as something for people to start their love oh, of golf. Oh, absolutely. I agree with you on that. Yeah, and it's fun and they've got it automated. <laughs> so I'm looking forward to tonight. So um, when it comes down to the the practice and like what tips would you have? You, you said some drills tonight that you work on. What sort of drills did you work on? I really need some help. <laughs> I can tell. Uh, so my <laughs> it's obvious. <laughs> so my focus is doing drills and repeating them. So what I see on the range is people just grab a bucket of balls and then just hit. Right. Just full swing hit. Right. Yeah. And they're they're somehow trying to focus on something, but they're really. They're like, okay, I, I think I'm going to do this. Right. I'm going to try and do this with my hands. But when the reality is you're really not doing that. Right. So the way I practice is I incorporate drills. So there's certain type of drills for certain types of things that you're trying to fix in your golf swing. Right. Uh, the other thing that I do is when I do these drills, I do them very, very slow. Okay. So 
because you can't learn anything when you're trying to swing 90 miles per hour. Right, it's true. So you're like, I'm gonna do this with my hands, but when you're swinging so fast, how are you gonna build like muscle memory? Right. So I do it very slow and deliberate. And I do that and I repeat that as many times as I possibly can. So 15, 20, 30 of those, and then, then, and then I hit one golf shot, a full swing. So just a drill without hitting a ball, mm-hmm. and then you'll hit a shot. Mm-hmm. Okay. So it's like exercising, right? You don't do just one shoulder press, and you're like, I'm good to go. Yeah, true. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> Next. So do you do online golf coaching? Mm-hmm. Okay. I may be interested in that. Yeah. Do you, for people who are interested in getting to, she's got an amazing swing. And if you want to find her, her Instagram is golf mammy, right? Mommy. Uh, mommy. Mammy Gol- is the white boy way to say uh, it. Okay. Golf. <laughs> m- mommy. Mommy. All right. I feel like I'm saying mom. So it's like you're saying mommy to your mom. Okay. got it. Golf mommy. And, um, so for people, so you're teaching golf full time right now. Yes. Okay. And if somebody wants to get golf coaching from you, they just have to hit you up through Instagram. Do you have yes. a website or yes. anything I like that? Yes, I have a website, mommyunlimited.com. Okay. How do you spell that? M-A-M-I, unlimited. <laughs> Unlimited.com. And so I think I'm shooting sub, sub 100s, but barely, maybe like 98, 99. Mm-hmm. I think my best score has been like a 93 or 92 or 91, mm-hmm. somewhere in there. And, and I've just started keeping track of my score because, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes. Oh, it's good. Yeah. So as, as somebody who's trying to get good, what would you say, like, I know you mentioned you were doing drills and stuff in your room. What, what sort of things, because you get so many, I know you mentioned you had like four or five coaches. Mm-hmm. What is the, what is the best thing that you think you can do? Like, is it journaling? I mean, what what is it? So there's a few things that you can do to improve. Uh, one is keeping track of your putts. How many putts per round are you um, doing, making? So when you go out and play, you count the number of putts, right? right? So then you know, okay, gosh, my putting really sucks. Right. Right. So I need to work on that. Your chips. Okay, if you scold one, if you chunked one, okay, what are you going to do to fix that? So most amateurs don't focus on their short game because they want to hit their driver, which is fun, and they just want to hit a full golf swing, right? right? Their irons and whatnot. So most amateurs, they don't focus on short game. How, how much time do you spend putting, like practice putting? Uh, that's short answer and a short amount of time. And, and let me tell you something. That was the only thing I could do well for the longest period of time because mm-hmm. I was pretty decent at putting, and mm-hmm. then I started working on my other game. Right. But I didn't and ever practice you, it. Yeah. I never practiced it, but the answer is I don't spare very much time. Right. Yeah. So putting is the easiest way to improve your score a lot faster because you don't have to change your golf swing, right? Right. Um, if you can eliminate three and four putts, that's a from your total score, that can be a big improvement. It can be a five, even seven to ten shot swing, you know, right. per round. Right. So that's number one is number focus one. on putting. Then focus on your chipping. Usually when a golfer gets about 40 yards close to the green, that's when they start screwing up because those like shots with, that are 60, 50, 40, those are very feel shots, right? So those are the ones that we tend to like rush and then you scold or you chunk or you shank. Miss hit. 
Yeah. So those are those are those are very hard shots to hit because they're they, they require a lot of feel. Right. And and good tempo. Right. And what what most amateurs do is they rush to the swing, or they slow down. Uh, so I slow down. Yeah. So you probably chunk it a lot. Yeah. Um, because it's it's scary, right? You're taking a really short swing and you're trying to, or or you take a really back swing and you're like, crap. Um, I only have to hit it 40 yards, and right. then you stop. So those are the things that are really going to help you, along with course management. So golf is a very mental game. And what people don't realize is that you have to manage the course in order to play well. So I see amateurs just get up on the tee box and then just like, they just hit the ball. And I'm like, did you aim at something? Oh yeah, um, the middle of the fairway. The middle of the fairway is like, (laughs) you know, this wide. Right. So aim small and miss small you know what i'm saying right so do, so, you, do you aim like right in front of you so you... i pick a target way up ahead and then i pick a target right in front of me okay so there and then i line up my club to the target in front of me which is about three feet from okay. the ball and then your eyes are on the target yeah so i look at the target way ahead and then i go like this and pick a little tiny thing on the grass right and then line up and then i know that i'm and then I check my shoulders, make sure that they're aligned, and then hope for the best. Hope for the best. Who who do you follow? Who's who do you think has the best swing in the golf game? And who do you kind of like look up to? Well, I love Tiger Woods. Obviously, <laughs> yeah, he's pretty good. Um, Justin Rose is amazing. Uh, Nelly Corda is one of, has one of the most beautiful golf swings. Uh, I mean, there's there's so many. Are you watching that Netflix show? I did. I did watch it. Yeah, that's pretty good, right? <laughs> it was very good. What What do you think about Freddie Couples? Uh, Freddie's golf swing is amazing. Yeah, that's the one yeah. that sticks out to me. He's from Seattle, yeah. Washington, by the way, where I'm also from. <laughs> but like, he's got such a smooth swing. So mm-hmm. you like what? What I've I'm kind of in that same stage that you talked about. Probably your first year, and I think I'm a year and a half in, where I'm really obsessing with just watching everybody. Right. And things are starting to make sense to me but I'm in frustration land too. Like I just told my girl the other day, I'm like, I'm going to take a week off. Like, cause I was getting pissed mm-hmm. and I'm like, I'm just going to take a week off. And I felt like that was my way of saying, okay, we're stuck with where we're going together mm-hmm. and I need to f- have some different eyes on me mm-hmm. right now. But yeah. uh, she did get me a lot further than the other person. That's There's good. a lot of bad golf coaches. No, out there. there really is. Uh-huh. And I've experienced that myself. And you know, a lot of people want to give a lot of coaches want to give a lot of knowledge and what they do is they get you frustrated because especially when you're a beginner golfer um, and you're being introduced to the sport, somebody telling you to shallow the club and you're like, I still don't know what that means. Right. So, so, so <laughs> yeah. keeping it simple is what makes people stay in the game. But when you're trying to be like this cool coach and you're like, oh, you know, shallow and supinate and all this crap. Word and- salad. <laughs> word salad to spit it at you blah, 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 blah. you know right and so all they do is discourage people to keep playing right and i think just keeping it simple it's it's what keeps people in the game right and keeps them motivated to to keep playing so where do you see yourself in the next five to ten years um i see myself helping more women into golf um telling my story of you know success in the sport 
as well as um, this new business venture that I'm going into. Top secret. <laughs> and I'm hoping to expand and become, you know. Like a, a really well-known name yes. in golf. Yes, someone, someone who's, who's, who's going to make a difference in the game. It's so interesting that you say that, and I'll kind of wrap things up, but I was looking up, for whatever reason, I was looking up like the most attractive women. I was on some Google search, and I, I was like, who is this person? And I go, and I'm like, she's a golfer, like the world's sexiest woman of 2022. I can't remember her name, Paige something. Uh-huh, yeah. And and I told Eden, my wife, I'm like, you got to get into golf. Like, <laughs> I'm, right. I told her, I said, don't listen to me. Like, <laughs> But we need to get her lessons with you, online Absolutely. lessons with you. Uh, I, she, I would she, love to. Yeah, she wants to do tennis. I'm like, just do golf because it'll be fun for us. Yeah, and I think once she hits her first golf shot, I'm sure she has already. Yeah. But when you have someone make really good contact, it really motivates them. She's an athlete. Yeah. Before I, before we uh, started dating, she was running 50 milers. And she's like, she's an athlete. So she's had probably bad instruction. <laughs> <laughs> and, and the thing is that it's, it's really nice to have golf in common with your spouse because you can travel. Yes. And you go to all these amazing destinations, which is amazing. Plus, you can play it till you're like 90 years old. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. 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 All right, guys. Well, um, I really appreciate you coming to the event, coming on the show. I appreciate you sharing all of your your story, your struggle, everything that you've been through. And I'm looking forward to hearing more of it. I'm looking forward to hitting some balls with you tonight. And you can give me some tips and don't laugh at me. (laughs) I won't. (laughs) All right, guys. We'll check in the next one. Peace. Did you ever want to invest in real estate? Did you ever want to live the life of your dreams? Did you want financial freedom? Did you want to break the generational curse? Did you want to help your parents out? Did you want to help your mom out? Maybe you work for a job that you don't like. You know, they say there's only one reason to work a job and that's to learn, right? If you're not learning at your job, you're just going through the motions, right? We have a free Facebook group, the Millionaire Mentorship Facebook group for real estate investing. Make sure you join, the link is in the description. If you want to schedule a free call with me and my team and you actually want to start, I would suggest you do so. We have helped hundreds of people change their lives and all they had to do was get started. They booked a call with me and my team and they got the ball rolling. And I'm so confident that if you don't get your first or next investment property within the first 90 days, you don't pay and I'll give you $1,000 cash. That's how confident I am. Obviously, you got to take action. You can't just do nothing and expect that to happen. But that's life. Life's all about taking action. Make sure you give this podcast a five-star review, share it with a friend and take action. 